Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 199, entitled Benjamin Rittner Speaks with Cadence. It was published on Thursday the 1st of October 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and a few bits and pieces before we begin. Just to let you know that we produce quite a lot of WordPress content, you can find all of it over at wpbuilds.com. But there's a few links I'd like to mention. wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, that lets you keep in touch with everything that we produce. Join our Facebook group there. Join us on Twitter there. Join us, in fact, everywhere over there. And you can also sign up to a couple of newsletters. We'll let you know about content, but also there's a separate newsletter where we can let you know about WordPress deals as and when we hear about them. Speaking of deals, we have a dedicated deals page over at wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And that page is a bit like a Black Friday page, but every day of the week, 365 days of the year, those coupon codes are up there. And if you need something this week, go check it out. Another one is wpbuilds.com forward slash jobs. If you've got a job that you'd like us to freely publicise to the wider WordPress community, please go there and fill out the forms. wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise will allow you to advertise on wpbuilds and get your product or service in front of a WordPress-specific audience. A bit like these guys have done. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress websites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do? Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg Breezy, Oxygen, or any of the other page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from October the 5th to October the 9th, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your free place at summit.camp. And AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out at absplittest.com. As mentioned in the ad I've just read out, the Page Builder Summit is just around the corner. This is something that Anshan LaRue and I have been working very hard on. If you are into using page builders or just curious about what they can do, please do head over to summit.camp. We've got an amazing speaker lineup. It's completely free to attend and we'd love to have you there contributing, watching, enjoying the whole experience. So that URL, one more time, is summit.camp. Okay, let's get stuck into the main body of the podcast, shall we? This is an episode all about things cadence, because today I'm speaking with Benjamin Rittner. And cadence, I'm sure you've heard, it seems to be gaining a lot of popularity. There's an awful lot in cadence. Not only have we got a membership, we've got plugins, we've got blocks, we've got absolutely loads. He's been really, really busy. Seems to be focusing a lot of effort on the block editor and what he can do with his theme and his block suite. But as I said, I'm just hearing endless things about it recently, and it all seems to be very, very positive. 
We talked today about why he built it, how he built it, what the difficulties and challenges were, and it comes across, I'm sure you'll agree, that he's a very sincere and genuine guy. So maybe go and click on some links in the show notes. You can sign up to his membership. At the time that I'm recording this, there was a lifetime offer. I'm not really sure if that's still going to be there, but certainly perhaps worth checking out. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. I certainly enjoyed recording it with Benjamin. Hello there, welcome to the WP Builds podcast. Thanks for joining us again and making it as far as the interview. Today we're talking about blocks and other things, but I think mainly we'll focus on blocks. I am joined today by Benjamin Rittner. How are you doing, Benjamin? Hey, thanks for having me. Are you Benjamin or Ben? I usually go by Ben. Yeah, yep. my brother's a, a Benjamin, and he's he's always Ben. So I thought I'd, I thought I'd ask at the beginning. Ben's yeah. on because um, you may have noticed that there's this thing in WordPress at the minute called the block editor. If you haven't heard of it, then frankly, just stop listening now because clearly <laughs> you are not meant for this podcast. the The block editor, aka Gutenberg, has been around for oof, let's let's say sixteen months for now in an official capacity. It's been going quite a long time prior to that. And one of the features that's been touted for the longest time is the ability for us to add blocks in, a whole bunch of blocks. And that is what Ben has been creating over the last period of time. We'll get onto that a little bit later. But before we do, um, Ben, what's your relationship with WordPress? How long have you been working with it? Is it an exclusive thing? Do you work with other tools as well? Just give us your potted history of Ben and WordPress. Yeah, sure. I... um. I got started, like most people, uh, building websites for other people. So um, just started creating uh, websites for local businesses and then was using WordPress. And, you know, because of, at the time, the tools that I was finding or the lack of tools that I was finding, that drove me to create some of my own tools and my own theme. And then uh, I... We ended up launching uh, a theme in 2013 called Virtue. Um, and uh, to my surprise, it took off. And um, yeah, I, I went from, you know, maybe this will give me a little bit of like fun side income to, okay, this is what I do now. <laughs> and nice. I'm a theme seller. So uh, that was the kind of the launch of Cadence and basically since then i mean literally just months after i launched that first theme i launched a free version on wordpress.org and a premium version and uh since then i've been doing it full time um i've really i've taken a few clients simply because they have interested me or like i have a a current client it's kind of a client they're a local coffee roaster in town and i basically get coffee to kind of manage their website so i don't really pay for coffee anymore um i do obviously do some work for that trade but things like that um have kept me on some of the client side i have some side projects i like to do entrepreneurial stuff so i'm still doing websites but mostly uh just doing themes and plugins and um yeah, from there I've developed a couple more themes and and then more plugins, and now I've kind of got a membership that includes all of that. Okay, right. So yeah, I mean, going back a long time, it's interesting because you, you kind of joined 
the WordPress theme developer entourage in a time when I think it was still like extremely uh, profitable. What I mean by that is, like you said, overnight you could go from putting th- putting together a theme. And I don't know where you sold that, if it was on a marketplace or if you sold it on your own website. But I think some people, if if the stars aligned and it had the right collection of uh, attributes to it, shall we say, you know, portfolios and all that kind of thing, it, you could develop a very a very impressive and healthy career. Does it still continue to to offer that same kind of financial reward, or does it does it tend to sort of ebb and flow a bit more? No, um, everything got oversaturated about. 2013 but 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 even i mean i was i was fortunate enough to get in when um it wasn't too saturated but it was about that time that really the theme um environment just kind of went crazy and there's now so many options and so many so many great themes out there um that yeah it it's changed, which is in part why I, I started developing plugins as well um, and and really uh, learned some lessons about pricing and how to, you know, moving to a subscription-based pricing model was a big step. Mm. I, I, launched, I launched on my own site and that was great because I was able to control a lot of that stuff. Um, but... But definitely learned a lot of lessons and went from like this is exploding to like why did the sales just die to okay how am I going to remake myself and find like what cadence is going to be and um, so definitely up and down and I think now it's it's really stabilized for me at, just with the customer base that I have and, yeah. Yeah, are you it's, um are yeah. you a, a sort of solo guy or are you as part of a team that you manage or is it you know maybe you've got some VA support somewhere or or other? Uh, so actually, my sister does support for me. She's been doing it almost from the beginning, nice. um, and she doesn't live in Missoula. She lives in Boise, but um, she's been with me. I've had one other support person. I currently don't right now. Um, probably will try to find another. It's nice to have a team of three, um, so probably we'll try to find another this year. But, but still feeling that out. Yeah, yeah. getting the getting the right person is key. So it's a, it's small, and I'm the developer. So I'm uh, my sister doesn't do any of that. She's just doing support, and then she does like social media stuff for me. And- oh, okay, okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, the the URL that we're discussing, um, Ben's kind of umbrella company if you like and we're going to get into more of the the sort of specifics of what he does but if you go to cadencewp.com and just to be clear that's a k so it's k-a-d-e-n-c-e-w-p.com you'll notice there that um the the main thing that's being advertised is plugins themes and a sort of membership and at the moment the pricing uh is is what it is it's 99 dollars a year and you can view themes and view plugins so that that still continues to be a, a source of revenue. You're still kind of pushing the, the membership of plugins and themes. And I suppose one thing that people want to know, does the cadence blocks, which is what we'll talk about later, does that fall under the umbrella of the, the membership as well? Or is that a completely separate thing? No, it falls under. It, it's all part of membership. Cadence blocks. And even you like if you buy a theme from me, it comes with Cadence Blocks Pro. So that that's... As we move forward with Gutenberg, a theme being married to a blocks 
plug-in I think is going to be pretty and and not married like they can't be separated but married like they're going to work really really well together Mm. um and so that that's um that's always going to be something I I work toward if you buy a theme you're going to get blocks Mm. um it's always going to come in a package like that okay that's great so let's turn our attention to blocks then because that that i think is the the thing of the moment the talk for the last well, like i said 16 18 months or so has been nothing but gutenberg and you know so it's probably been a bit of a challenge i'm imagining although i could be wrong that your your journey with blocks goes back as long as gutenberg has been in the block editing core so so version five but um maybe it goes way way further in a period where gutenberg was still kind of under development and and you had to kind of download a beta test version at what point did you you start to say to yourself hmm there's something in this block thing i really ought to really ought to start taking some time out and learning how this stuff works. Um, yeah, so I started developing Cadence Blocks in April, and 5.0 came out in November, So, or December. Yeah, I think it was December we are at WordCamp. Yeah, you're, when it you're around about there, where, whenever it was. It yeah. Was more or less there, yeah. So, and I launched Cadence Blocks in September of that year. So I was three, four months before five came out. Um, and I, I, you know, just like everyone, although my transition was a lot earlier, I heard about Gutenberg. I tried it out initially and it was like, this is so bad. And then, (laughs) um, you know, just kept seeing that, okay, this really is going to be it. I better kind of learn this. And I took a, took some JavaScript courses at the time. I didn't know much React or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So kind of getting my um, understanding there. And then um, I started really getting into building blocks simply to just be able to transfer some of the stuff that I was already doing with short codes or whatever in my themes to have a block version. And then it was like, well, wait, I can... I can do some of this stuff better. I can do columns better than what core is doing. Um, I can do, you know, some of these core things I can, I can make this better or more appealing to use. And so that once I got to that point and that was, that was the beginning of summer, it got really exciting. Cause I was like, Oh, this really, this foundation of Gutenberg really can be, a cool future to build on. And just because the implementation right now is, and at the time, uh, you know, at that time it was, there were so many buggy things. Um, Mm -hmm. but now it's, it's improved tremendously. And then too, like I went into it going, there's some key things that I can do to improve how people create websites. That's gonna, that's gonna make people like blocks. And, you know, that was some of the, some of the early reviews were like, I I didn't like Gutenberg until I tried your plugin, and now I do. And that was like, yes, this is exactly what I'm going, you know, I, I wanted to create. is something that would help some of that um, hardship of feeling like I'm getting into this editor and it's really not giving me much mm-hmm. uh, ability to create, and can I can I create tools that really empower people to create cool stuff? So, um, so that was a big one. Creating the row layout block in particular was, um, was where I really felt like, okay, this, 
I can see the potential in Gutenberg. Mm. And that got me really excited. Did you um, did you encounter sort of roadblocks along the way or moments of you know, anguish and grief upon which you built? <laughs> I don't know. Let's say you'd spent a few weeks building a particular solution only to discover that the, the, the team that were working on Gutenberg decided, by the way, I should keep calling it Gutenberg. I always call it Gutenberg, and I've realized this week that that's incorrect. Uh, so the, you know, the team had decided, mm-mm. This, we're going to scrap that and go down a different direction and all of your hard work had kind of had to go in the trash. Um, I haven't had to throw too much stuff away completely. I've certainly had to spend hours and hours trying to find information on GitHub hmm. in the Gutenberg repository. And um, especially early on, now they... The, the the docs are better. There's more tutorials out there. But at the time, there wasn't any of that. So I was just reading through different, some many of it irrelevant, you know, mm. topics on GitHub. And something would change or break and having to go and find what that was and understand it. Especially coming in, you know, Gutenberg's a big... Um, it's a big software package in terms of there's just a lot of code and a lot of things interacting. So, and then at the time too, they were moving things around so you wouldn't get file history changes in Gutenberg because they would have moved the whole folder to another folder structure. And then, you know, so (laughs) there were so many times like that where I was like, I don't understand what's wrong and none of it makes sense. And so I've spent many, many hours, um, very, very frustrated with um, not being able to find the information I needed or figure out what, why some of this stuff has happened or what's changed really. Um, it's it's really helped because I have a pretty good understanding of a lot of the structure of Gutenberg because I've had to just stare at code for so long. and um, So that's made some of it down the road easier where you're like oh now i I understand this i know how to do it but at the same time um, very frustrating and there was there were several times where i you know an update would come out and i would open up the block editor and everything would crash and i would go oh no like what do i do now yeah yeah. um (laughs) it's a proper love-hate relationship at the beginning definitely um you know, have have had plenty of moments of um, total freak out of like, you know, what, you know, how long is this going to take? And um, even even since five came out, it's there's been some some pretty breaking changes. And then what's tricky to even today is supporting the Gutenberg plugin as well as what's in core. Mm. Um that is always uh, a pain because mm. they're changing uh, CSS structure, CSS styles in Gutenberg, and you need to change your styles to match that or to make it work. But then that breaks the core version, so then you have to add back it, you know, styles back in to make what's in WordPress core work. And yeah, <laughs> that can be. Yeah, there's, no more. there's definitely lots of frustrations that come from working with and building on something that's being 
you know, changed and improved so much. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I don't want to complain, complain in the sense of like, I want those changes. Like I, you know, the, and the Gutenberg team needs to know that they can make those changes. Like I, I, I'm one of the people that's saying, yeah, like let's make it better. Even if it breaks stuff, let's make it better. So, and let's figure out how to fix the stuff it breaks versus, Oh no, we can't really change that. Cause then it'll break stuff. I think now, even now we need to, you know, and I know the Gutenberg team does a lot to try to not break things, but mm-hmm. things yeah. break. With the, um, there's still a lot of people who took a look at it uh, way back when and uh, decided that the block editor wasn't for them and they've installed uh, the classic editor and, and never the twain shall meet. It feels like the classic editor is <laughs> going to stay, you know, they're going to hang in tooth and nail right until the last minute when that plugin is no longer supported. But for me, I've taken it off. I've taken the classic editor off. Uh, it was a precautionary measure, if nothing else. I'm really into it. I like the, the block editor. I like the, the way it's settled. I'm now really happy with kind of, you know, using keyboard shortcuts and finding where everything is and so on. But I'm just sort of wondering from your point of view, if you've had to sort of sell the block editor to somebody who was not a convert, who was still stuck on the classic editor, in just a, a sort of few short bullet points, if you like, what, what are the what are the main benefits that they're missing out on? Yeah, I mean, if you're still using the classic editor to it's just, it, you know, what's the context for that is kind of where I would start. Because, like, if you're writing blog po- posts in the classic editor, then I would say, like, you know, you need to give Gutenberg a chance and write some, just go through the process of really learning it and writing a few. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the people that I see who are pretty against it are doing a lot of stuff with advanced custom fields mm. and they don't want to they don't want to break away from that and they've trained their clients to work in right. that environment right and i get that <laughs> like i get that there are legitimate reasons to not want to move to blocks because you've built a system and you have clients who know the system and are happy in the system and it's not broken and they're not asking for blocks, then there's a reality of like, I do believe the classic editor will be supported for a long time. And I don't think that like everybody has to change, but if you're not that particular person, then I think the, the benefits of being able to very quickly create a lot more dynamic content. And even just with a few clicks, drop in just like pre-built designs that are going to just up how you're creating content and really make it a more appealing experience for your viewers. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't at least get back in and experiment with it again. A lot of the, the early on kind of issues, the issues with, there was some performance issues yeah. for sure at the beginning. There was, you know, there's been issues with being able to select the right block. Um, a lot of that is really improving and the tools now just make it so, so easy for you to add really interesting content yeah, um, yeah. and design into your site without, you know, without much effort. And then there's also the whole page builder group. And I, again, that's another one I understand. I, I, 
have a lot of customers who use page builder and they're completely happy in it. And I say, you know, that's great. You, there's no, there's no reason you need to change, but there is going to be some performance benefits if you do. And I think there's going to be some long-term benefits if you do. But I also understand that, you know, time is money and learning a new system, teaching a new system, um, you've got to, you know, you got to make that call. I think the biggest thing is get in and try it and don't just you know don't just write it off from when you first you first tried it get it and try it again and you might be surprised that you know the learning curve is a lot easier than a lot of people think yeah if you if i would say that if you're writing basically text and image based blog posts there's literally no point in not using it it's so much yeah. it's so superior so much better from yep. from the block i mean just one simple ridiculously simple aspect of it which makes life so easy is just the ability to move blocks around with uh, yep. a handle you know you realize suddenly that this portion ought to have been much higher up in the text where you don't have to sort of copy paste and delete what you previously written you just move it up and and i use it two or three times every week to write posts and i, I just i cannot see myself ever using the classic editor ever again so yeah it's an interesting time though because we're being promised so much of what you mentioned earlier the sort of page builder functionality so we now know that the block editor can do you know basic stuff like text editing really well but it but it it offers promise of page builder like functionality and at the time of recording this podcast that that is materializing but it hasn't materialized where we're seeing a future where let's say a lot of the the customization of headers and footers and global things styles and what have you it, it's it's around the corner but it's not there yet and uh, so i would say yeah give it a try but it must be an exciting time for you having got now a collection of blocks, premium blocks and um, and other ones that are on the repo. We'll, we'll talk all about that in a moment. Do you feel that this is kind of like a resurgent time for WordPress? Do you feel that sort of spirit of rejuvenation that you had with themes back in 2013? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think it's really exciting. I think I think the the code base for Gutenberg is so good and can really transform how we even view the whole admin of WordPress. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it, it you know, it's, it's you, we can make guesses and we can say I think it could go this way, but like I really believe that the interface for the admin of WordPress can can be much more fluid now that Gutenberg is coming along, and I think that eventually we're going to see whole new interfaces that don't look much like what we've used to with WordPress because of the way that you can use Gutenberg and start to create a, a, just as a tool to create admin interfaces yeah. Um, yeah. for editing content and creating stuff. I think, I think it, it opens up to me, the creation experience of WordPress in a lot of ways that can expand in a lot of ways and really um, is exciting. I think yeah. it. I think it's obviously the biggest change to WordPress since it was created. And you know, there's just there's just this season of awkward that right. we're in. I like that. I'm going to use that phrase. We're in the and season of awkward. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's it's awkward for themes. It's awkward for certain plugins. It's awkward to support both. It's we're just in a really awkward 
phase where a lot of stuff is still being thought out. How is this going to work? You know, and when we get through some of that awkward and we have a clear path forward, what, you know, what always happens is then developers come in and go, okay, like core did this and got us to here, but now we're going to take that into these incredible user experiences. And I mean, just, you know, you can think about some of the page builders even like Elementor and Beaver Builder who've, they've created these amazing experiences in the admin of WordPress for you to create content. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing is all possible through Gutenberg, but in a, you know, in a much broader sense where you're going to be able to tie in more of what everyone is doing in WordPress versus just the people that are working on Elementor or Elementor extensions. Yeah, for me, that is the that is the the thing which is most exciting is that if if it can work and if everybody, well, not everybody, but you know, a significant proportion of the people can jump on board, the 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 possibility of getting rid of that fragmentation so that WordPress feels like the same, more or less the same for just about everybody is is pretty exciting because that's a big crowd of people. Getting on to um getting on to the blocks themselves though. So at the minute um I'm currently on uh, cadencewp.com forward slash product forward slash cadence Gutenberg blocks and you can no doubt find your way there and I'll put links in the show notes. You've got um you've got a couple of options. You've got um you've got your pro blocks which you can either get as you said as part of the uh, the subscription uh, for Cadence which is ninety nine dollars a year or there's two other options. There's a free option. Or there's a pro option. Now, interestingly, normally the skew is that the free is slightly hobbled in comparison to the, the pro version. But you you appear to have taken a different approach in that your free version has has a significant amount in. And the paid version, the pro version, well, I'm not, forgive me, it's not going to come out the right way, but it has it has less in it. So the, the, the current ratio is 12 free blocks for free and uh, seven premium blocks in the paid version. That's an interesting approach. Why did you, why did you go heavy on the free? Um, heavy on the free because I, and this is the same with themes too, I always want to make a product that is fully usable as a free entity um, and, and not a, a product that just gets you to buy premium. So... Yeah. I always want to think about free products that way. How can I make sure that this is truly built, um, well built, um, so that it's usable as free? And you know, with the the free blocks, there's there's currently fifty thousand active users, and nice. I do not have fifty thousand pro users. Um, there's a lot of people using that because it's free and it's a great resource and I I always want to keep it that way I always want to work toward that and and make sure that that what I'm offering for free is is very good um and that there is, and and knowing that there's going to be a portion of people who are willing to get certain extra features and pay for it um and you know it it's surprising how many times I'll get an email from someone that says, Hey, I bought your pro because your free was so good. Yeah. And nice. I wanted to support it. Yeah. And so there's that aspect too. Um, part of it too is just uh, the Cadence Blocks Pro is still fairly early in its development. There will be more that's added to it. There's going to be more that's added to free. 
but more than that, I'm, it, you know, Cadence Blocks is more than just a set of blocks. It's it's about creating tools, and so some of those tools are gonna be are gonna have some free parts to it and some premium parts to it. Um, just just in the natural sense, like like pre-built content hmm. has there's some free pre-built content and then there's some premium pre-built content that's not really going to show up in terms of an extra block it's just going to be there's going to be extra tools that are kind of throughout the um the blocks and the tools that come with blocks like you know pro adds on scroll animation options to blocks so you know oh, if I you've see. got okay yeah 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 you know you can you can install pro and now all of a sudden your free block, you can add some animation on scroll, things like that. And you know, I'm, you know, the, there's like, well, I have a gallery block that's got a bunch of different ways to style galleries. I think it's a, um, a fantastic block. And then there's extensions for that in pro. So there's some of that going on too, in, you know, in terms of like, why do we only have seven premium blocks right now? Um, because some of that is just building add-ons to the basic free blocks. Got it. And I don't, I don't totally like to think of the blocks as being basic. I, I really built all the blocks not as a set of preset styles, but as a tool to create content. So our tabs block can look a million different ways. Mm. You can design tabs however you want to design tabs, you can use preset designs or design your own. That's all part of the tools. It's not a tabs block that is, this is the type of tabs you get. You get this color with these looking tabs. It's, you know, you can define how you want that to look. Yeah. That's the approach I'm going with all the blocks. I like it. I like the I like the heavy free, you know, trying to just sort of corral people towards the the pro version. That seems like a really nice um sensible way of doing it. Uh, what what I'm going to do just for a second is I'm just going to explain the process. Just in case you're listening to this podcast and you're new to WordPress and you've you've yet to um really take the plunge with Gutenberg. Basically, it's kind of like a, a point drag editor with the ability to kind of customize whatever it block is that you've dropped in. So let's say, for example, you drop in, drop in a heading block. You can then write a heading and it appears in real time in front of you. And then there's customization options. So for example, you might change the font or the color of that font or the background. And it's all click, point, drag, save, and you're done. Okay, so the idea is drag stuff in, modify it until you're happy. And and you, you basically click things and drag things. And, you know, you can get a bit more technical than that. But that's kind of how it works. So if you've ever played with a page builder, you're on familiar ground. Now... That being said, this is the list of Cadence blocks which you can get for free. So this is on the WordPress.org repo. And I'm just going to list them out if that's all right with you, Ben, just because I think yeah. it's, it's worth doing. And then maybe um, when when I've gone through the, the free list, you could just spend a bit of time talking about the ones that you particularly like or the ones that you're proud of or ones that maybe have got a, like a little hidden Easter egg that, you know, persuade people to, to jump on board. So we've got the row layout block, number one. Number two, advanced button block. Number three, advanced heading block. Four, the icon block. The tabs block follows on, spacer slash divider block, info box, accordion, advanced gallery, icon list, testimonial block, 
editor width controls and pre-built library. Now, for somebody who's played with WordPress before, I'm sure many of those will immediately conjure in your mind what it is that they do, but I'm going to hand it back to Ben to, to describe sort of things that he's proud of and, and so on. Yeah, I think the the block, I, the base block and the block that I am the most proud of is the row layout block. And that's simply because within that block, it really does add a lot of the page building ability because now I can add a row to find a background, to find the content width within that row. I can define a minimum height. I can align things. I can set how many columns I want. I can move those column widths around right in the editor. Um, that, that really does create a lot of the like page builder-esque um, experiences. Being able to put that row layout block in and say, okay, do I want uh, you know this hero header or do I want a column set, you know, three columns with different content in, inside. Um, and, and that's nestable and you can nest and nest and nest. So you can create all kinds of cool stuff. And there's a lot of fun things with the row layout block, like being able to define a video background nice. with a color overlay, even a gradient overlay that's, you know, opaque. So you can get the video coming through behind a gradient, things like that. Um, you know, there's even a slider background option. Those, that really just ups the game in terms of what you can do within the editor. Um, so that's a big one. I really spent a lot of time on the advanced gallery to, because it was one of the biggest pain points for people mm. um, early on in Gutenberg is the Gutenberg core gallery output very large images, so they weren't optimized. Um, no, no. with, with very little options. So I went in and, you know, you can define the exact image size you want to use for the thumbnails and you can create a masonry gallery or a grid or a carousel or a slider all with just a click and it'll transform for you. Nice. Um, so that's a big part. And then with all the blocks being, Thinking in terms of performance and thinking in terms of how do I how do I make all these tools but not make it heavy on the front end? Every block loads its CSS only if that block is used. Nice. And if that block has JavaScript that's needed. So um, more recently, I've even launched a forms block that allows you to create forms, contact forms, whatever kind of forms. Um. And so there's different things within that. Within the forms block, you can add, um, you know, there's settings to be able to say, I want to send a, an auto email to the user and all that stuff. All of that stuff just loads when you use it. Right. Um, with the tabs block, the JavaScript that makes the tabs work loads if the tabs block is being used and if that tabs block's not being used that javascript's never going to load so it's all just thinking about in terms of performance with the gallery if you've got a masonry gallery then masonry is going to load and if not masonry is not going to load because you can do that you can just say hey within what i'm using i'm only going to load what i need and so it can be really really um fast on the front end 
without loading anything extra. It's just loading what you need to make it work. I know that has been a criticism in this space is that um, different versions of on a similar theme, should we say, different blocks, um, try, you basically just load everything all at once. And if it's on the screen or not, it's all being loaded in the background. So that's that's really encouraging. And presumably you're saving us um, quite a bit of page load time uh, as a result of that, which is nice. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it, it makes it so you can try out the free version of Cadence Blocks and only use it on one page and Cadence Blocks will only ever load on that one page. Yeah, that is nice. And you're not, you know, you're not investing in a plugin when you install it because it's not going to run. It's not going to load anything on the page if it's not being used. Yeah. Um, clearly, at this point, it feels like uh, you know if if you are sort of chomping at the bit, maybe uh, maybe pause the uh, the podcast at this point. Go download it from the WordPress.org repo and make use of those. Play with them and come back to the podcast, please, uh, as soon as you finish playing with it. But you'll have a deeper understanding of how it all works, what the kind of options are, where the options are, are located, and and how Ben has gone about setting things up. Now, you did mention the 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 two options for getting on the pro level you can either pay $59 US dollars i'm expecting per year yeah. to just access the the cadence blocks pro version or you can do the $99 to have cadence membership so you get plugins themes the whole lot just on that point before we move on to the extras in the cadence blocks i'm presuming that being a theme developer at the same time as now a blocks developer there is some benefit that you've built into the the themes themselves is there some kind of like nifty stuff that happens some way of presenting things beautifully between your blocks and the themes that you've built certainly the blocks are going to work with the themes i built um in terms of like you're not going to be you know every once in a while someone will email me or contact us and be like hey this block looks a little bit funky and you go in and see this theme is doing something really weird Uh, and they're, you know, they're messing with a lot of things to change styling. So you're going to get that, but also, um, more and more again, you know, we're talking about loading JavaScript and loading things like that. If you're, if the, if you've got something in set up in the theme, that's going to need a slider JavaScript, um, and then you're adding a gallery or, or light box is even a good example. If you're, you know, if you're adding a gallery and you've turned on the light box, our theme is going to not load the light box twice. That kind of stuff. Right. There's right, going right, to be right. things that are optimized better um, because I'm the one writing both. And so I can say, oh, well, hey, just check for this. And um, and so that's part of it for sure. Um, and that's going to be even more and more. As we go further and further down this path of what are themes going to be and what are blocks going to be and how are they going to work together i'm seeing and and just as there's going to be more and more opportunities to kind of make the two work really well together for performance reasons Mm -hmm. yeah that's good to know and um you know if you're uh, if you're up for the hundred dollars ninety nine dollars a year then that's a nice um encouraging thing to know speaking of um sort of like the pro one as we were a minute ago fifty nine dollars a year let me just run through these so you get obviously all the free ones because they're free and all the features that are included in those plus some completely new blocks and as ben said the ability to kind of tweak to an to the nth degree uh, to a higher level some of the blocks which were available in free so here we go we've got the list image overlay block split content block post grid carousel block modal block 
advanced gallery extras, so probably goes back to the advanced gallery, video pop-up, mm. advanced image block, animate on scroll options, pro pre-built library, that sounds interesting, um, and then the, the other things which you receive which are not blocks themselves but equally important, uh, is offering a 30-day money-back guarantee and premium support. Now, before we get into what's in those blocks themselves, support is always a thing which everybody goes on about, so I'm going to ask you what that means. What, what are your sort of support criteria are you on a like a i don't know a, a email turnaround do you have live chat and how long can we expect to to get an answer from your sister <laughs> yeah so i i'm still pretty involved with support i i'm on it multiple times a day i really don't like someone to go a day without hearing from me and usually it's within a couple hours um if you get us at the right time it's going to be pretty much instant hmm. But obviously that's, you know, depending on what time zone yeah. you're in and things like that. But usually you're going to get a response. And if it's a response that requires developer knowledge, because a lot of my customer base is, you know, there's quite a few that are the semi-pros who they need to know details. Hey, what filter can I use to control this or how could I go about doing this? We're, you know, we're getting into problem solving questions. How mm -hmm. do I pull this off? I really want to be able to help with those kinds of things as well. So I'm always on, um, I get flagged for certain topics. If it's something that certainly requires any technical, um, insight or, you know, we've got a, uh, issue where there's some weird conflict, I'm going to work to make sure that that gets resolved. So, Support's a big one. You know, if you read our reviews, a lot of you'll see there's just a we do what we can to really make sure that we're offering support that goes above and beyond. That doesn't just say, uh, you know, hey, that that looks like a conflict. You should try this. Or, <laughs> yeah, go in contact or with just, theme author. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, like just vague. Like no, we want to problem solve it for you. And. Um, and then, too, like if you're looking to customize something further than what the tools provide, like I'm going to at least do what I can to give you some ways you could go about doing that, even to the point of writing some code. Ah, nice. That's what we like to hear. Thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, we probably won't go because we don't have too much time into the the specifics of those. But, you know, as as I was reading them out, I'm sure that it was conjuring in your mind an image of what those uh, the blocks can do. Best thing, of course, is to go over to the, the cadencewp.com website and there's, there's links all over the place. There's demos of all the blocks and there's images of how the blocks work and whatnot. You, you mentioned a minute ago that you are working or have worked on a forms block, which tells me there must be some sort of roadmap of things which are coming in the future. So if we could just tap into that a little bit, um, I'm sure people would be interested on what comes down the road in the next two, three, six months, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's going to be some new blocks that do some of the basic stuff that people still want. A maps block, for example. Nice. Um, Table of content is, is on my list, a, a um, restaurant style uh, food menu block. Nice. Um, so some of those, those are in process. I'm also working on a pop-up creator. So you can use our forms block right now to connect with MailChimp or SendinBlue. Um, a pop-up creator will come into Pro very soon where you'll be able to just you know, you won't need to need another plugin to add um, pop-ups for, you know, subscribe to 
our email list, things like that. Um, but then, you know, some of the, the, the big picture stuff that is taking up time is, okay, how are, how is full site editing and how is cadence blocks going to be a part of full site editing? How are we going to plan for it? What are we going to build that's going to make it again, less awkward? Um, how do we, how do I create tools that are going to work really well in the header and things like that? So that's, that's stuff that I spend a lot of time in. I've also hired a developer to help me build a bunch of pre-built content. So that our pre-built content library very soon is about to triple in size, which is nice. Um, exciting because that's going to really amp up. Like it's where a lot of people go. It really, it's a, just a fantastic way to get into blocks. And so that whole area is about to ramp up quite a bit. So, yeah, I feel that the, those people who are really using page builders exclusively, this is, this is going to be so exciting in the future. You know, these pre-built libraries, a lot of themes have kind of come, come out with these and obviously they're compatible with the page builders and increasingly seeing whole websites being built with a single click. But I do like the way it's done. You know, you basically go into the library, you see a thumbnail of a block and for block, think row really. You know, you see yeah. you know, a, a hero uh, area or a or things laid out as, as as icons or three images next to one another in in columns and so on and so forth and you they're all categorized and basically you just click on the one you want and boom there it is in your site and you just customize it to your look and if you've if you've got a bunch at the moment you're going to triple that in the next few weeks that's great well done yeah 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 it's really yeah exciting. i'm excited had a developer help me with that or a designer really so yeah you were speaking about the the sort of the, the the customization of things like well they're calling it site wide aren't they you know the whole site headers and footers and things like that do you do you intend to be there on day one or pre day one so that the minute all of that really rolls out in a solid way into core you're going to be you're going to be ready what I'm kind of trying to ask is are you in this for the long haul in other words if people invest in cadence blocks can they can they kind of bank on this a year from now two years from now when Gutenberg fully delivers you're going to be sticking around and hopefully delivering value in the months and years to come yeah absolutely yep yeah yeah I, I mean I've been playing around with full set editing since it you know originally started to get uh, pushed on into into github and and have met a lot of the people that are heading that up on the Gutenberg side and, you know, I've chatted with them. So that, um, I, I definitely want to be, always want to be on the cutting edge of what a Gutenberg's doing. And, and it's just a bit of, you know, when do you jump into starting to actually release something mm. when it's still in this stage of being very, very, um, early. So I, you know, I'm walking that line of, testing out some options, how could this work, but also keeping uh, you know eyes on what's happening in terms of core and what the Gutenberg team is creating. Yeah, it sounds like a good answer to me, Ben. So, um, yeah, if, you, if you've if you not played with the block editor Gutenberg before, this sounds like a solid choice to me, cadencewp.com. If you have played before, but you've not really had a, had a go with kind of third-party blocks, again, same answer, go check it out. And, um, you know, if you've got an, an existing pack of blocks and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, well, it doesn't do this one thing that I wanted it to do. Go and have a look at cadencewp.com. And, you know, bear in mind, this is Ben's full-time gig. It's going to be getting bigger and better as the as the days and weeks go by. 
Ben, just before we end, um, opportunity to drop some Twitter handles or email addresses, basically anything you want. Um, the floor is yours. Whatever you want to say, go for it. Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Benjamin.Rittner, I believe is my handle. Um, I'm not uh, that great with social media. I <laughs> I will I will say that up front, but you can certainly contact me there. Um, I don't really use uh, Facebook or um, Instagram to do anything. So Twitter is going to be the best. Um, I will just mention that uh, if you're solely interested in blocks, I have a website, cadenceblocks.com, where you can kind of – it's just a little bit – it's the same information that's on CadenceWP, but it's just going to be a little laid out a little bit different so you can kind of get a sense – Everything links back to Cadence WP, but it's just going to give you a little bit easier way to navigate and see some of the um, tools and options that are within the plugin. I will be sure to link to that in the show notes. Uh, that's great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Every, every you know, I wish you all the success in the world for for Cadence Blocks, and I hope that you know uh, a lot of our audience go check it out. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Very interesting episode. It is a little bit possibly out of date. That is to say, some of the content that we talked about has possibly been superseded. Certainly been lots of improvements made since the day that we did the podcast. And so that's worth noting. Perhaps go and check out the latest features and the latest pricing and the latest developments. Because, as I said, there have been a lot. It looks like a product which is gaining so much traction and deservedly so. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by the Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress sites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do. Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy, Oxygen or any of the other page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your free place at summit.camp. And AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time? The new A-B split test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay. That is all that we've got for you this week, except for me to remind you that we'll be back next Thursday for another podcast episode. Good grief. Sounds like it'll be episode 200. Also, we'll be back on Monday, every Monday for the WordPress Weekly News. We do that very early in the morning. And then the live version of that as well, 2 p.m. UK time at wpbuilds.com forward slash live or in the WP Builds Facebook group. It only remains for me to fade in some cheesy music and say, stay safe. Bye-bye for now.